Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Light Reading's Mike Dano about a new wearable device. Humane unveiled its AI pin and is partnering with T-Mobile to provide connectivity for the device. Mike and I discuss the features of the AI pin and why T-Mobile is teaming up on this product. Hey, Mike, welcome back to What's the Story? Hey, good morning, Kelsey. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Glad you're here. Yes. So you've got an interesting uh, story for us on wearables. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Yes. Yes, let's get into it right away. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really interested in this thing. So, so basically it's like, what's after the smartphone that that's, I feel like the big, the big thing of what we're talking about. Um, and like companies like Apple and Facebook, they're, they're kind of thinking like smart glasses, like VR goggles type thing where stuff comes into your vision and, and, and that's where that maybe that's the future of phones is like, it's going to get into something you put on your face. But there's this a uh, different so not, so but uh, just just this past uh, this this earlier this month we had a different idea of what is might come after phones, and it's a startup called Humane, and it's foundly mosted it's founded mostly by former uh, Apple executives, and it's basically this like little pin that you wear on the front of your shirt, and it's got um, a camera. And it has a microphone. And so, and it's AI. That's the whole thing is that you're supposed to talk to it and it talks to you. And then it's got a camera so it can see what you see, basically. It's kind of, have you seen that movie, um, Her with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, it's, it's very similar to that where he, you talk to it. It's this little thing and you talk to it and then it can see what you see. Um, and it's powered by ChatGPT, and uh, OpenAI is the guy from OpenAI. Sam Altman is one of the investors in this company, Humane. And they just released seven. It's seven hundred dollars, and then it's uh, powered by T-Mobile five G network. Well, I think it's five G network. Anyway, you um, you pay twenty five dollars a month, and then it has unlimited um, calling and texting and data on this little device. And so it doesn't replace your phone. That's not, it's, that's not what, how they're selling it. It's just sort of a, it's a where it's an addition that you would put on, on your shirt and it can do different things. It can, you know, you can say, you can ask it to send a text message. You can ask it to take a picture. You can ask it to play music. You can connect headphones to it. Um, but it's, it's this new, it's a new device. And for, you know, the, for our industry, the networking industry, it's 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 an idea of what comes after the phone. It's a it's another line of service that T-Mobile sells. You know, it's an additional twenty five dollars a month. And then what I think is interesting, just in terms of the business angle, is that that this humane company that makes this AI pen, they're going to have an MVNO, and so they are selling the service themselves. The MVNO is through T-Mobile, so it's not something that you would that you would uh, pay a bill to T-Mobile. You pay your bill to Humane. To, to, for the service. Um, 
and so uh, you know, really, it's it's hard to explain. You, it's it's best if you go look at the video that they've got. They've got like a ten minute. You know, here's what this thing is because you really kind of kind of have to see it, right? So you mm-hmm. watch, see, like what. What, what do you think of that? They, they had that 10 minute spiel about what it is and what it does. Are you, did you sign up? Did you pay this $800 to go buy one? <laughs> yes. I, I have $800 just for, you know, burning or <laughs> throwing it. No. <laughs> something that you might need. Or yeah. Okay. Just laying around. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me think of a police officer's body cam. That's right. That was my initial reaction, which I feel like if that was my first reaction to it, I think other people might have some issues with it because, you know, people already have, you see those videos of like Karen's (laughs) where people have phones in each other's faces and they're like, I'm going to record you and um, show this to the cops. So everyone's already kind of doing these like citizen policing or whatever. But on the flip side, I could see it, um, you know, so so on the one side, I, I, I see people getting maybe frustrated at thinking they're being constantly recorded mm-hmm. by whomever. Um, but on the, the other end, I could see, um, inf- I can't say influencers with a straight face, but <laughs> <laughs> influencers, uh, yes. uh, you know, making it easier to record their like makeup tutorials or whatever that yeah. they, they want to record or, you know, people at the gym that record themselves um, working out. I, I can only, only think of these like <clears throat> kind of vapid <laughs> shallow use cases for it at the moment There's a just reason for that off yeah. the cuff <laughs> but maybe that's what they're going for there is a large market there of yes. you know tiktokers and all those kinds of things yeah yeah i think it's i i'm i'm it's not something for me i agree uh i have no interest in it and but but like you know i only recently got bluetooth headphones um and now i'm a huge fan of bluetooth headphones so like i'm I don't feel like I'm at the best sounding board for these kind of new, new things. Um, I've sent I sent it to my kids. And, yeah, and that's I, a really, the, sorry, the Bluetooth analogy is, is really good. Cause I, I feel the same way when um, the iPhone, when they made the um, charging port the same as your headphone jack. And then we're really they're like, Oh, eventually we won't even have wired headphones. You're just going to have to get, airpods and i'm like this is ridiculous but then i got airpods and i'm like these are amazing oh they're so amazing why didn't i get these before i was just worried they'd fall out of your ear which occasionally happens but so far have not dropped one in a toilet (laughs) no no and i you know it's funny that you know siri i think is almost 10 years old now when from when they first introduced that and i remember when that came out and you you could talk to your phone and it would answer funny questions and stuff. And like, it was kind of cool. Um, and then, you know, and now I use it, I, I use it occasionally for mm-hmm. a very small set of things. Um, but I do use it, you know, I do, I do use Siri and I find that she is very dumb and, and can't do <laughs> anything, but those few small number of things. And so, you know, the idea of talking to some device, and having it do things for you is making more sense to me now, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite ready to just say this is the worst product I've ever seen. 
I just, yeah, I don't know what to think about it. So yeah, I was saying that like, I, I sent it to my kids who are um, 15 and 17 and said, should we buy these? And and no, there was no one said yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, what kid doesn't want to have some weird, right. weird gadget? Yeah. I, uh, so I, I assume they'd be like, yeah, let's go for it. But right. yeah, maybe they're also kind of struggling with what um, the use case would be. Because I, I feel like for something at a $700 price point, it needs to do a little bit more. Like who even wants to call people anymore? <laughs> I text everybody. I don't want to yeah. be on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I guess, I guess with AI, you could probably get it to text someone, but um, I feel like it's pretty much a smartwatch. The only difference is that it's got this, like, you know, if it's on your chest, it's got a front facing camera. Um, but again, I, I guess I don't really see the benefit, but you know, well, offline, I, I was telling you about this show, um, class of 09 on FX that I haven't finished it yet. Cause I have a terrible habit of watching like eight different shows at once, but uh, <laughs> they, it reminded me of that because they, uh, the FBI basically decides we don't have enough, um, you know, agents to do everything that we need to to keep up with all the criminals mm. and so one of them creates this uh kind of beta version of this uh data database and ai and another guy before getting approval uses this device that has really similar to the one by humane where it's it's just a um you know device he's wearing on his chest with a camera and I think it has a microphone and everything and it, it's connecting him with other agents that are like running the database and also connecting to the database. And he like solves something in the interrogation room that he wouldn't have been able to otherwise, but it's still kind of ridiculous. I, I feel like the guy he was interrogating basically gave them all the info they needed. They could have just scanned it and looked it up, but yeah, I'm not the show writer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think this this thing from Humane, like that, uh, you know, there was some articles about it that came out when they first announced it about a week ago, and some of the articles offered a little bit more insight. You know, one thing I forgot to mention is that it actually does have a display. You hold your hand, so it's pinned to your chest. You hold your hand in front of it, and it projects an image onto your palm, and so it can tell you something. It's not a very clear image, so it can. But but you can kind of see a menu and you can kind of scroll through it by tapping your fingers and stuff. So it's it's got a little bit of a display thing. Um, uh, <laughs> which is I don't know. We're which is yeah, yeah. It sounds like a really dumbed down version of like Minority Report. But like if you're doing yeah. it in front of you, people are gonna think you're like yeah. I don't know scratching your palm or like. That would just look weird. <laughs> it's just interesting. But anyway, one of the articles said that... Um, I can control with my palm, guys. Watch this. <laughs> you can swipe. So cool. You can ask it to play music. And they, and they said that uh, one thing it could do, it's got that camera. And so you could say, like, where are my keys? And because it has a camera, it knows where your keys are because it's been watching you oh, put your keys down somewhere. And yeah. it'll be like, oh, they're over on the counter, I guess. I don't know. Or like if you're driving the camera will face out and you could say, you know, should I take this left or the next left? And it'll say the next left because it can see what you see. 
I, I think that's kind of where it's headed. And they said that at, at some point they'll open it up to developers. And so third-party developers could develop apps for this thing, which is based on um, the the uh, operating system is based on Android. Mm-hmm. But the interface is purely voice. And then it also has that thing that it projects onto your palm. So like... Yeah. I think I might have to try it to really like... Yeah. A- appreciate what it could possibly do but again i just i just feel like there's so many other things that already do all of that is it really that much more convenient but i guess since it's got the camera and you can talk to it uh, you know similar to what you said with siri like she's not even that helpful she's really good at setting an alarm (laughs) yeah sometimes i'll have it send a text message when i'm driving right and oh and it plays music Siri does. I like that. Yeah. 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 That's it. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's about all I, I use her for. She's constantly interrupting conversations. So yeah. she's like, what was that? I didn't catch that. And I'm yeah. just, I feel like I'm yelling at my watch all the time. Like, I'm yeah. not talking to you. God. <laughs> and so dumb too. I, she's just, she's constantly like, I can't do that right now. Try again later. Right. That's, that's about all I hear from her really. Yeah. Or she looks up like, something not at all what I asked for no. <laughs> and then starts reading it. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And I haven't, I, I got the headphones. I don't have a watch. I don't think I'll ever get a watch unless I really find a good use for it. Um, I do have a watch. It tells time. I like that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what it's, do you actually, mean? it's actually quite cool. Cause it has a little spring inside of it that winds itself. That's so um, weird. It's so cool. <laughs> That's what I like. It's, it's a, it's <laughs> Old a school. Uh huh. Designed from the 1500s. The <laughs> the spring, and then it's got a yeah. thing that. Un- unfortunately, our listeners can't see you right now, but uh, Mike has a whole like miniature sundial that's <laughs> attached to his wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's sunny here in Colorado, he, so it's not too bad. Yeah, he he can't really use it during cloudy or rainy days, but. It doesn't um, work inside. It's fine. You know, it's it's great for building um, wrist uh, strength. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, well, before we wrap up, I did want to circle back to um, the bit about uh, working with T-Mobile. Did you have any any other thoughts on, um, you know, them partnering with T-Mobile specifically? Yeah, this? I mean, I, I think that's interesting because a lot of the people at T-Mobile talk about, you know, what they expect in the future, revenue drivers in the future, and and they've a, a number of their top executives have been very clear that they think that wearables are are kind of the are one of the big areas of the future for five G beyond phones, and and so wearables, you know, they would include the Apple goggles, it would include this pin thing, it would include watches, um, headphones you know, whatever. Uh, and so, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking that this thing from humane is, is one of the things that we'll hear about at trade shows more often as, as an example of, you know, what the future might hold for 5g networks. Cause you know, obviously the value of this pin, it, it it's, it's t- totally useless unless it's connected. Right. So, and, and you exactly. probably want to have a pretty good connection that you can have a conversation with that doesn't have a huge delay. So that would assume a, you know, a pretty speedy network, like a 5G network. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's not, um, no offense to them, but it's it's not real cute or anything. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm, not I'm, really a fashion accessory. But no. yeah, that's really interesting that that's, um, you know, for T-Mobile, uh, probably other providers, it's, it's part of a, a broader conversation about um, finding some new revenue streams through wearables. So um, yeah. interesting. Well, this will be interesting to watch, see if it takes off. Let us know if anyone goes to get one and... <laughs> you think of it uh-huh. yeah we'll check it out i am interested in it yeah thanks mike yep thanks thank you so much mike for taking the time to talk today and thank you to our amazing producer pierre landrio for making this episode be sure to subscribe to the light reading podcast for more interviews and insights from the team thanks so much for listening we'll see you next time